1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Bringing Jamie Janos here on the line. I want to tell you a little bit about her. She's a wife, mother, writer, content development manager for Moody Global Ministries. And she studied theology and writing at MBI, Columbia College, and Illinois State University. And she writes monthly devotionals for Today in the Word. And she's also published for Christianity Today. And uh, she has a blog. She's written the book, When Others Shuddered. And she is joining us right now. Right now to talk about something new for 2024. Good morning to you, Jamie. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you and we appreciate the whole Today in the Word staff. Uh, you guys come up with amazing devotionals that really take us into a deep dive into scriptures. And we've used a lot of those on the air with our listeners. Many of our listeners get that that devotional, but you have something new happening in 2024 and it involves families. Tell us about this. Yeah, this is something we've been dreaming about and thinking about for a long time and really comes from a burden on all of our hearts for the next generation. You know, we look at the world around us today and right now I'm sure everybody would agree that cultural values are just changing so rapidly and um, it causes us to worry. Like, will our kids have a firm foundation in God and his word. Will they stay true to what we teach them? Um, and so so we started thinking, how could we help today in the word transfer to families? We already had some readers who sent in pictures of their children, usually like junior high age, that were reading the regular print devotional. Um, but we were like, we want to give you something to help you have family time in God's word. Um, I know for my own family, family devotions were kind of a aspirational thing. We we really wanted to do it, but often it got set aside. Mm. Um, daily was too much for us, even though we would pray with our daughter and and read with her, you know, in the evenings. But sitting down and kind of really digging into a a part of God's word and teaching wasn't really as regular as we would have hoped. Um, so we wanted to give something to people that will go alongside our regular devotions, but be lessons that you can do with your kids in a really easy, fun way that will help teach them some really core truths of who God is, who they are, um, how they become a Christian, those things that are fundamental. Mm, okay. So I understand we're going to be starting off here in Genesis throughout January, which it seems like a huge bite for parents to take going into some of the wild questions <laughs> that can come out of not just kids, but even adults yeah. out of Genesis. So 
Um, how easy are these to do, or is this something that's going to be like really theologically dense? Yeah, and that is a challenge. So the other part of this project that's really fun is that we're working with our Children and Family Ministries program at Moody. So Moody's a college. Um, those who you may know that well, but maybe not. Um, we're working with a professor, Elizabeth Smith, who is just a barrel of fun and really great at teaching people how to minister to children. So she selected senior students who've been working with us, um, and she has as well, to kind of craft these so that they will be, um, they take these profound truths and break them down in ways that will help you explain them to your kids and and actually launch some really important conversations. And even in the studies, we have these background sheets for parents that give you 10 extra things to know before you teach your kids, like 10 things that are helpful to frame the discussions. Um, so, so there's a lot there and it's all free and it's like this downloadable PDF. So every month you can go on, click on it, get this thing printed out and then use it. Um, some people are even using it for Sunday school teachers too. So you can use it a lot of ways. We're talking about this new family studies. Um, I don't know if it's devotional or just a, it's a it's a Bible study that you yeah. can have with your with your kids. And uh, Jamie, you were sharing with us about the fact that there is one up now, and uh, we we are full swing ahead in 2024 with these. But they make it so easy for you if you feel like you don't know how to teach the Bible. You're going to learn so much. Your children are going to learn so much. It's a PDF that comes to you. And so, Jamie, we want to be your kids right now. We want to walk through a a mock (laughs) session of going through this study. I love it. Well, let's can hear the enthusiasm. Yeah, you sound so excited. I'm a very good teacher. It's taking me back to my Sunday school teaching days. Mm. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the very first sin, which Mm. happened in the Bible. Um, And so... And I'll, I'll go back and forth because we'll play act a little bit here. But there's a memory verse and then um, a reading in Genesis chapter 3, 1 to 7. And this says, Adam and Eve lived in perfect harmony with God in the Garden of Eden. They were given one rule. Do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. A big snake talked to Eve. In reality, it was Satan, the enemy of God. He convinced her to eat a piece of fruit. Adam and Eve both disobeyed God and ate the fruit. They knew they had done wrong and hid from God. At that moment, sin entered the world. Sin brought death and a broken relationship with God. So then there's questions. There's seven questions that you can ask your children. So I will ask, um, Jacob, what was God's command to Adam and Eve? To not eat of the fruit. Right, right. So they were given everything else. Um, And yet this one tree they couldn't eat of, and that's what they wanted to do. Um, Tabby, what was one of the consequences of Adam and Eve's sin? Uh, um, The consequence was that they, well, eventually, I don't know if it was in what you just read, but eventually they Mm -hmm. had to leave the Garden of Eden and that they they lost eternal life. Tabby's the older child. Yeah, she's the older child. Well, and that's one good thing. Elizabeth was saying that when you work with your children, you might have children of different ages. Uh-huh. So some of the questions can be answered by the older kids mm-hmm. and some of them by the younger kids. And then you have to help help them, too, sometimes. So we mm-hmm. would just talk about the, that, what happens. Um, we'll ask another one of Tappy here. Have you ever been told by a grown-up <laughs> to do something and then did it anyway? What happens because of that? So yes, one time I, 
I was told not to steal the uh, candy bars I was selling when I was in first grade. And I did eat a candy bar secretly. Mm. And my father caught me and he had to give me a lecture. Yeah. So the consequence was what? I got chocolate. Really? It was just the lecture and being told. I really. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lecture. That was yeah. really the consequence. I, I think maybe I probably couldn't yeah. sell chocolate anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're feeling your dad's disapproval, maybe. Yes. How yes. How your dad was. and Disappointment. Yes. Yeah. So you go on with these questions and then there's an activity. We always have an imagine, which, which is something hands on because some kids lit listen by learning and thinking and reading and other kids like to get their hands and bodies even involved and do things. Um, so you're, we, I would bring you a mirror and then I would have you look at yourself and remind you that you're made in the image of God. And then with the spray bottle, I would splash some water on the mirror and have you look in it again and say, you can see yourself still, but the image is kind of cloudy. You can't see it as good as you did before, right? Mm -hmm. So this is an illustration about how sin entered the world through Adam and Eve. So we are still made in the image of God, but our image has gotten cloudy and, um, and it's not clean like it was before. And that's why we needed Jesus. So in this imagine section, it actually leads you all the way to talking to kids about the gospel and how Jesus came and why he came. Um, so these lessons, we try to pack that into it. So you're not just teaching them a narrative about, you know, facts of, of the Bible, but how it applies to them and to their heart and to their relationship with Jesus. I especially I love, love this idea for talking to younger kids yeah. and really just being able to have kind of a guide. Because so often I run out of the creativity of ways to make it make sense to kids. And I, I run out of essentially mm -hmm. play to keep them engaged with it. So I, I love just having a kind of guided walkthrough for us to have of going through Bible study. Something that, if we're being honest, for a lot of kids would be extremely boring mm -hmm. and monotonous. Just being able to keep them engaged mm -hmm. with stuff like this. Yeah, and it's the question, because when, when my daughter was little, I got all the why questions. Well, why is that? Well, why is that? Uh -huh. How is that? So they're curious already. Um, and some people are, are my age where they don't have little kids anymore, but you might have grandkids or you might be able to send this to your child who has children. Um, it's that kind of an idea that it's something to share and just a really easy way to start teaching some really important truths. In Genesis, we learn about... Uh, our image and our identity, which is huge right now, right? Yes. So getting kids these foundational truths is is critical, really, right now. Amen. You're hearing from Jamie Janos of Today in the Word, talking about this new family study series that um, they have just launched. And I'm so excited about this, Jamie. We're going to get the PDF um, and put that on our Facebook page today. We'll also have it on our website so that um, people can start downloading that. And then, of course, they can go to Today in the Word, right, and, and get devotionals mm -hmm. and get on the email list. Exactly. So we'll, we'll be sending these out every month along with our devotional. And this is the unique thing about it. So we're getting you in the Word, and you're going to get really this rich background, more detailed information. Genesis we're doing in two parts this year because there's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then you also get the companion study for, for your family. So it's like you'll have all this information, too, that you're absorbing. It's almost like you're doing the homework to be able to teach the lesson.